current, former, and future Eagles. It's a, it's a very sad day, or a really sad weekend on the Heights, as the Eagles go into Connecticut and lose to the Huskies for the first time in school history. Just a really, really unfortunate reality for the Eagles. All that and more coming up on the Beacon Street Buzz, episode 10. Two with the buzz and guys, I mean, I really, I mean, I think there's one sentence that describes. This. I have a word. Sad. That's what embarrassing. Yep. Embarrassing. I actually see this as a massive. Okay. Good. You want to explain that? Made history. We, this was the first time we've team of ever beaten UConn, babe. We, UConn. We, we have, we've set records this year, despite what we think. Or what most people think. Since was there was there a football game this weekend? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, oh, that's our whole point. Um. I'm joined, I'm Giovanni Collada, I'm joined by Paul, Timmy, and Jimmy on the table, Jackson and Nick on the computer, Noah will do his seven at the end of this episode. I'm at the table. I'm like right across from yeah. you. Surprise. I'm also not at the table. Surprise. This is interesting yeah. setup here. Oh. I'm not at the table either. Yes. Um, let's, let's, let's get right into it, I guess. I mean, there's not really much to say, except just... You one. Yeah, UConn won and BC BC lose. Thanks, Captain Obvious. Yes, it was not a very good day. It was this team does have problems at all phases of the game. Their offense fails to move the ball. The defense gives up rushing yards like it's their job. And really, just from a coaching standpoint, it has not gone well this year. I mean, just all around disappointing football from the Eagles this year. I don't know about you guys, but I know from my standpoint, it's scary that we came into the season thinking this team was going to be to have a winning record. I have them going nine and three. Well, that's that's another thing, guys. And if I can just get that out, like before this season, and you look at the outlook, right? Obviously, nine and three. I remember I was throwing around a lot with their schedule. Like you can't all say that it's it, obviously it's bad, but. There are things that, I mean, look, they've, they've fielded eight different offensive lines in this season, right? And we've, what, they've played, I think they played eight games. Have they played eight games, guys? Do we know? Like, they, no, they're two and six, right? So they're two and six. Yeah, I got it right here on the notes. They're two and six, and they've played eight different offensive lines in those games. And so for Phil being back there, it's not an easy time. And, Nick, I think you said a few shows ago that he had the worst QBR in the ACC. Yeah, he, he did have a few shows ago. And guess what, guys? He still, still got it, and, and well, I wouldn't be surprised because of how the offensive line has helped him, or hasn't helped him rather. Like, and then you look, Timmy and guys at the running game. Like, is, who's who's been Jimmy? You've been the advocate of the running game. That's been you, right? That's been your kind of thing. No, we lost the turnover battle. You're not going to win any games if you lose the turnover battle. Yeah, and the- well, we get Phil with two, um, the backup with one, and then Zay fumbling. Who, that who, who's that backup? Jimmy? That backup, uh, Mr. Moorhead. 
Morehead. That's right. I thought yeah. he played okay. Beautiful played name. Yeah. Well, can I can I bring something up? And I think we're gonna, yeah. No, I think Nick and I later. agree on this. But so now that we're now that we're two and eight, and the season sort of two and six. Down, okay, two, two and six. six. It's not well. We played eight games. Whatever. We're two and six. Right. The season's winding down. It doesn't look like we're going anywhere. I think at some point you have to start planning for next year. And I can see we, that. I can see. And that. we know that Morehead is going to be our starting quarterback next year. So me personally, I want Morehead. Yeah, Nick and I were talking, and we both came to the great conclusion that we would both like Morehead. Morehead is always better. Like, it's a good solution to this problem. Yeah. No, I, 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 let's, let's, we're looking to the future, and I think the future is Morehead. When I go to a BC football game, right at this point, like Friday for Duke, I'd be more excited. The game would be more exciting if there was Morehead. That's my yeah. Thing. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, think can, I think everyone can agree. I think, I think I think overall we come out with a better overall. You know, it's better for everyone if we give get. Yeah, no, I was yeah. I was kind of depressed watching Jerkovic play, but once Morehead came in, I was really excited. Yeah, because it the prospect some excitement to the game. Morehead got me excited, but he made a few clutch throws. And he made, no, Morehead made the game more exciting for, view, for especially for the viewers watching. Do you want Phil? No, you want Morehead. Yeah. I just think the prospect of Morehead in the future is what we're looking for, personally. Yeah, Morehead's better than the jerks. Jerkovic, sorry. Jerkovic. That's Jerkovic's full name. Um, getting into just not, I mean, 13-3 three, to three is the final so score. So just, just to wrap up real quick, you, I don't know if we made our point clear. We, we would like more head. I think, I think everyone knows you guys want more head. Um, no, I don't. Just, I just no, want to make no, it like know, crystal. Yeah, we know. Crystal. Right? I know more want, heads the game we, we want. We know you want more head, okay? We know you want. We want to stop the jerk I mean, I want head and get more head. No, 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 no. Stay, stay with the head. I want more head. Jerkovic, okay. Um... Just and guys, guys, when you tired of getting jerked when you around, don't, when, really. you don't, when you don't score touchdowns, you don't win games, right? When you don't put up points, you don't win games. Three points against any team, whether it's UConn, whether it's, I mean, look, we put up points against Louisville, and we won. Any team, you don't put up points, you're not going to win games, and that's the real criticism. Well, we that would make sense. Of this game, yeah, no, that was that was part of Noah's game plan last week was to win the game, so. That didn't that didn't happen. Yeah, usually I like to score more points than the other team. Yeah, but that's me personally. Unless that's my fault. Then you want to score less. Yes, this is true. Wait. A- Look at, look at Jackson. Look at, look at us making connections. He is wearing a vest, so he, he is wearing a very nice vest. Wait, is that the Nantucket on there, Jackson? It is the Nantucket Island on it. On the other side. Jackson, you go, to, you go to class today? Yes, I went to all three of my classes today. Congratulations. I think we should get a round of applause going. No, three for three today. Uh, Mom, Dad, this is applying. I skip class? Please know I do not skip class. Jackson right, was, Maybe occasionally, but not that much. Jackson was on his way to Mac and then decided, you know what? I have a midterm my next class and. Computer science. I will go to computer science class today. And that was a decision that we are all very proud of, and that we should applaud as Jimmy did. So thank you. This conversation was so much more entertaining than the BC UConn game. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I mean, and let's move to something more entertaining. You mean the BC UConn scrimmage? Yes. Uh, No, no, it was a game. You sure? Let's give it. Wait, we put our starters in. Yes, they did. And lost to UConn. Yes, they did. We didn't even score a touchdown. No, Morehead was there. Morehead played. This is correct. Oh God! Let's let's move into some hockey, right? That's not a brighter. It is a brighter point. They they did lose to UConn, but UConn is ranked, so it's a more. Yeah, they lost five one. We were twenty first best team in the country. Yeah, it was one to one going into the third period, which is something, which is not representative of the final score, five to one. They they went. So so we got wiped by the Huskies this week. It was Husky hunting our title, and there was no hunting being done. We were being hunted. That's correct. All right, so we'll go into the BC game now. Uh, Hockey-wise, I do not want to touch on the football game. Uh, they 
played pretty, I will say, they seemed to have lacked enthusiasm. They were in the game the entire time. They got the first goal on the power play. It's a power play goal! I think it was, who was it? Nest, I think Nestorenko. Nestorenko. Yeah, that's not about right. I think Nestorenko. And then after that, it started slowing downhill a little bit. It was actually Ambrosio with the first Oh, goal. thank you. That's oh, right. That's bye, 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 bye. Yeah, you guys knew that totally. Yeah, thanks, Jimmy. Yeah, UConn scored late in the second period. Whatever, fine. You go into third period, tie with one of the best teams in the country. They score one a little bit early, going to third period, about 15 minutes left. Okay, you can still come back. But then the team just failed to finish and let five, basically three goals in with uh, five minutes left. And finishing ability is very important. Yeah, you got to be able to finish. Yeah. You got to be able to, as we said, get points in this case in the form of goals. Hockey will go on this I'm saying week. Moorhead can finish games. Hockey will. Like what, no, yes, I feel like down no. the stretch of games, Moorhead is where we're going to have to look. Moorhead is how we're going to finish this, you know. I'm going to be completely honest. I'm actually not disappointed with this loss. Again. No, neither am I. Because you look at it, we did, we competed with them. Do I believe we could have played better? Yes, completely. I feel like they lacked enthusiasm, especially on the defensive front. The blue line was definitely a little weaker. The uh, the first line with Cutter was moving the puck well. Yeah. Uh, definitely flying up and down the ice. The blue line, though, decent amount of times where they didn't keep the puck in the zone. And uh, I thought they did show the a lot of enthusiasm in the first period and going into the second until they let up that goal late in the second, but. First two periods, I thought they played well. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's great analysis. That's great. Yeah, that's great. That's great analysis, though, Timmy. They will. They will. Oh, sorry, Paul. Go ahead. Apologies. Thirty-three oh, saves for UConn. So again, goaltending a big factor here. Yeah. Uh, Benson did not put up a bad game either. Exactly, and like I said, like that, that score wasn't represented. Yeah, and also they're, they they get semi goalied. Uh, Throughout the game, there was B. I remember one BC breakaway. He had the five hole open and he just missed it on the one of the breakaway shots. But he, he, again, you got to finish those. If you finish those and they get the power play up two nothing, who knows what happens after that? That third period kind of reminded me of Quinnipiac a little bit, where they were missing opportunities to get down by the goal. Got to put it in the hole. Yep, just make, just make goals and and put it in the net and really just get. That's that's how you score. That's how, obviously again. That's been the theme of today: is scoring points, so, and that's how you get it done. They will play Merrimack on Thursday, November third. They will be there for that. Moving into no, a isn't, start of the season. Isn't the Mer- oh yeah, they no, play, they play Merrimack. They play Merrimack twice. But let's actually. not forget they play, and everyone should be there Saturday. They play Merrimack here at Conti. Jackson, so. where, yeah, bro. I was gonna say where will that game be? Yeah, right, oh, right at Conti, Conti yeah. for him. Moving on to the start of a season for one of our teams, BC basketball. BC Hoops opening up against Cornell on November 7th at County Forum. We want to talk through that a little bit as we are at Basketball Show 2. My dad went to Cornell, by the way. He did. So, who you Thanks for sharing. Who, who, who do you think is you want a sticker? I think my dad's rooting for Cornell. That's great analysis. Nick, do you want to get us through some basketball here? You know, we'll talk more, obviously, as the season goes on. But, you know, the expectations for BC this season are essentially <clears throat> we're a middle... <clears throat> We're a middle-of-the-road team. We'd love to finish in the middle of the conference. Are we a tournament team? I think there's the potential. We could be. I think there's more potential this year. Than Absolutely. Our Absolutely. backcourt is, is... We did get DeMar Langford back. Exactly. Come back for a fifth year. And his, Listen, his brother, too, right? His brother's our, strength, our strength will be on shooting this year. If we can shoot the ball from distance, we'll be fine. But if we struggle shooting, like any, really any team in this sort of new era of basketball... It's all it about shooting the three. three. Yep. So that's where we're, we're going to rely on. 
And our most underrated shooter, Quentin Post from the Netherlands. Big boy. That dude's been at the wreck. He's been dominating. He's been hooping. That dude does not miss. Yeah, he is. He is something else. He is a and, baller. And here's the thing. I think realistically they could start 6-0. and Because you look at this schedule. They got Cornell, Detroit. I didn't even know that existed. Maine. George Detroit Mason, Pistons? Rhode Island, and Nebraska before they play Duke on December 3rd. So, realistically, 6-0 and is in the cards. Yeah, but you see that a lot in, in, in college basketball, and you see it, you know, it happens in college football, too. The fir- yeah, 9 first part of the schedule, The first part of the schedule is particularly easy. It's a lot of warm-up games. Those are exactly. games you have to win. Yeah, so, cupcake games. So, they're not even, at those point, at that point, if you lose those games, that's a big problem. Yeah. Right? George Mason can make runs, though. George Mason. one player on George Mason. They they've made the final four before. They have. That's true. That's but true. those games, I I kid you not. I've been so I'm from New York City and I've been a St. John's fan my entire life. Those first six or seven games are so incredibly important when you're a bubble when you're a borderline tournament team. Exactly. You're one loss to Maine, yeah. one loss to George Mason can decide if you make it in or not. Yeah, that's just. And and there's not a lot of room for leniency there. So those games like Nebraska, they're a football. There used to be a football school. Got it. And Duke and Duke, you you probably will lose to Duke. I think Nebraska is more of a basketball school now than a football school. Well, yeah, because after Scott Frost left. But um, I would just like to point out that I mixed up the brothers. It was Mackay Langford that we got back, and Demar's the brother. That's okay, Jimmy. No, you know what, Jimmy? Actually, no, that's not okay. What's wrong with you? Yeah, I'm sorry. Leave. I'm sorry, yeah. Mackay. He's out. But uh, but talking about um playing a team like Duke is the most important when you play those teams like Duke when we play in a really good division you have to play them close you have to make yeah. it seem like you're a good team. those teams are in a different league those are top 25 teams we're not a top 25 team but if you play them close the committee will be like that team deserves and it's, it's funny we played Duke last year in Connie when after we I think after I got in I know and I sent we were winning four to two we were winning four to two and I sent my buddy who now goes to Duke a picture of it and I said Stop the count. So we were beating Duke at one point last year, guys. We were we were beating Duke for a minute. At and also, one point. and they also made a really nice nice two game run in the ACC tournament. No, yeah, Clemson, right? They beat, which was they came back which, hey, which is unexpected, but that happens. Those are and you know could this team could absolutely. Have an okay season, not make it in as a regular season team, but could totally go on a exactly. run. Exactly, I like that. I like that. What Earl Grant has done with this team is been nothing short of impressive. Uh, looking at it right here, the, the ACC tournament last season, like you're saying, Nick, something to build yeah, off. That was of. wild too. That Wake Forest yeah, overtime game win, was awesome, fantastic. So the, the, and we almost beat Miami. Think about it. if you make that lay, who, who missed whoever who, it doesn't matter. Well, so who. I think. Oh yeah, it came down to the wire. Yeah, if you make if you make that layup, you're into the next round. And I don't know who they would have played, but who well, knows? Been, but that's yeah. that's that's essentially my point. This team is good enough to wrap it up. This team is good enough. They can make a run, and I expect them to make a run, and I expect them to win a couple big games yeah. that they're not expecting. Let's hope. Let's hope. That will, that is it for our flyby this week. So. Let's get buzzing right into Duke, who will come to town this Friday night, seven Yay. o'clock at alumni. We cannot wait to. We, no, I mean, I, I, well, I won't be. Watching. Are we playing on Friday? What's that? What's that, Jimmy? Are we playing on Friday because we've been demoted to a high school team? I think I don't know. U- I mean, UConn. That's Friday true. Night, the high school teams do play on Fridays. What's the local high school team around here? The B- it's uh, BC High. High. BC yeah, High. BC High beats Boston College. Oh, no. Yeah, that's... And now that, this is what they've, they've done to us this year. Uh, BC leads the all-time series 5-3. to three. 
But but, yeah, but we did lose. We lead the series we beat last them, we time. We beat them. We beat them the last time. Actually, we were undefeated last time. So we beat them in 2020, 26 to six. Halfley was the coach for that game, and I think the one bright spot is you look at Zay Flowers. 54 receptions, 726 yards, six touchdowns on the season. Jimmy doesn't get to a thousand and a fumble. Um, but uh, I don't know. You look at the schedule coming up. And I see Notre Dame and Syracuse on that, and my confidence is low. But I got to go with my guy and say, let's say he gets there. Let's say he gets you're there. You're going to win out, oh, and you're going to bowl. No, that's, that's right. We, we technically no. Jackson makes a good point. So... Jackson makes a good point that we technically are still in bowl contention. Bad, but after Friday, we probably won't be. But yeah. we'll see. Maybe we'll, we'll see. Hey, hey, so. Maybe we maybe we shot the world and beat Duke. Riley Leonard on think... Duke guys has eight rushing touchdowns out of the quarterback spot. So that's a big note for us. They they do not suck, unlike UConn. That was one of my notes for last week that UConn sucks, which they still do, by the way. UConn, Does that mean we suck? Yeah. I, I mean, at the at the moment, at the moment, we are not doing well. But UConn is not also doing well. They Duke has been very good this year. They're five and three. They beat Miami and Virginia big time. They barely lost to Kansas. They were three and zero. And it, for a team that's historically not good, their rushing offense is ranked second in the conference. They play better defense in the last two games teams we played in Wake or UConn and. While they don't first turnovers, guys, they do allow 22.1 points per game on average, which is one of the lower numbers in the ACC. So they've got stats. They've got a good team this year. Riley Leonard has done enough to, in my book, to be considered among the best quarterbacks in the ACC. What are, what are our thoughts going into this game? So here's the thing. My mind tells me one thing. My heart tells me other. Obviously, we've established not a great team this season so far. However... I think this is a mental game right here. He's telling you the truth, man. It's all in your head. We, we, I, Zay Flowers in that last game, it was, it was plain as day, the team's losing their mental, mental hold. Zay Flowers with that one pass that we would have had a touchdown right there, drops it. Well, there was a fumble, right? That was the last game? That was the last game. So the team is losing their mental foothold. I think that it's big that if they could get in the right mindset for this game, yep. we have a shot. Just come back, turn it around, and so say, wait, hey, Paul, you know, Paul. So, your heart's telling you what? My heart's telling me they have a chance. But and your mind's telling you what? And any other body parts telling you something? <laughs> yeah. An arm, maybe a third leg. I don't, I don't know what, and that's, what's coming. And that's why we love Jimmy. Can we say that? Maybe Moorhead. Well, maybe we, we'll we see something more. Has Jimmy booked us the explicit mark for the third week in a row? I don't, I don't think so. The legal team I, don't think, I can right now if you want me to. I think he was talking about arms. Jimmy, I can say something really fun about I'd it. I'd rather you didn't, Jimmy, but... Why don't we give Jackson, our producer, like a little bit more practice? Why don't we give him some help, editing? guys? Why don't we help him out? He he spends hours laboriously editing this thing. Why don't we just help him out? Laboriously. That's a good. That's a good that's word. A word. Like that word, Jimmy? You guys know that he's a communications major. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm gonna look that. I'm gonna look that up right tradition. now. Professor Well, shout out. Gio, have Jimmy. you ever used that word? Like I have used that word. I've used. I've used... <laughs> Did you just outsource that like on the spot? Did I just outsource that? Did I just outsource that word? I did. I think did, I just did. Did you pre-plan to use that word before we started? This audio is going to be unusable. I did. I did not pre-plan the saying of that word. Timmy, do you want? Okay, okay so what, actual what word, word did you use? What word so did you use? Laboriously. I've looked it up laboriously in a way that takes considerable time and effort. So, the boys so Jackson, were laboriously copying down sentences from the blackboard. So Jackson, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the, I'm gonna get the nation the of origins or the origin of this word and get you a couple more sentences later, but. I need to do a little bit more research. Yeah, you, you do that. You do that, Jimmy. Wait, wait. How do you use the word again? I see Jackson laboriously edited, uh, our, laboriously edits our podcasts. So uh, that che- that checks out. 
that checks Thank out. You. Thank you. Got, we got the clearance made. The booth went to the booth, and it's good. Wait, one more uh, time. What was sentence? Wait, wait, I got a sentence. Jeff Hasley laboriously studies film to win football games, which is what he's going to do on Friday night. Okay. Great transition. Yeah, yeah. excellent transition. You want to follow that up, Timmy? Um, yeah. Pat Carwell's going to have 100 yards rushing. That's my hot take. <laughs> oh, look at the top of his head. <laughs> look at his lips. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I don't know about that. Can we not take dumb hot takes? Like, you're allowed to say hot takes, but just not like idiotic I mean, hey, ones. No, like I, that said, one. I said a few weeks ago he was due. Timmy, is he due? Yeah, these people are like him to be replaced. Like, I mean. I don't know about that. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. If he comes back next year with a good offensive line, I think there could be some, you know. Alright, 100 was a little too high. We'll say 50. 50. Isn't that be better than what he's doing? No. Laborious comes from the familiar word for work, labor, which doesn't veer far from its roots in Old French, meaning exertion of the body. So are you saying that I'm and, right? and from Latin, toil, pain, exertion, and fatigue. So I'm going to say you use that correctly. Thank I think you, this episode might last an hour think, at this point. I think it might last an hour if we keep debating. Yeah, we're getting an extra 15 minutes Laboriously here. and Moorhead, if we keep debating those two things, it's going to last an hour. Yeah. All right, Moorhead. Jackson, final thoughts for you. All, all right, so uh, unlike last week, statistically, there's more uh, Duke strives at both ends of the ball, especially receiving-wise and rushing-wise. It's just going to be hard to keep up with them this week. I do not think BC pulls out with the win here. I mean, it would be great if they did. I just don't see it happening. Obviously, they lost to Georgia Tech, so anything's possible. But after seeing that the only person to score a touchdown was Justin Jolly, Islander Prep alum, who does not play for BC, plays for UConn in that game this weekend, I do not see any way that we beat Duke unless if we somehow turn it around and unless pull we, we out of our, do what we do. You know, but. Yeah, unless we do what we did against Louisville, which is score 34 points and play defense for some of the game. But if we can go pound for pound with Duke, then you have a shot of winning. And they're a particularly potent offense, so it's going to be a shootout if we're going to have a chance to be in this game. I lied. We're not going into picks yet. We are going to do for initial segment for... One person joins us for the first time. To, I forgot to say that. Paul, you joined us for the first time. Today. Well, he was there no, last time. He was there last time. But you first full episode, Paul full episode of the bus for Paul. And he will be introducing his new segment, so I turn it over to him. Well, I appreciate it, Gio. I think uh, Jackson was a little bit excited about this, so without further ado, we're going to get started with our first food review. Yeah, so today's food review for you, Paul Koltovich, is... They picked me up the BC pizza. Pizza from the rack. It's been sitting yeah. here for about an hour, hour and a half. It's probably cold. Yeah, it's pretty cold. Everyone knows the rules. Timmy's laughing over there because he knows that this isn't about to be uh, anything kind of a small piece. It is a small piece. Well, Some might say average, but... I, I that's, to me, that looks like a big piece. What is that, three inches? I think more head would love it, so, you know. Mm. All right. Not like everybody knows. I consider myself a pizza aficionado. You consider yourself Dave Portnoy, Jr.? Jr. Paul, why, yeah. do you, why do you think that? Born, White Plains, raised in the Bronx. I know good pizza. Yep. He knows it. Bronxville. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I think the Ville there. Yeah, a little bit of that. The Ville there, yeah. yeah, yeah. Born, raised in the Bronx. But I moved to Bronx. <laughs> no. Are you trying count. the pizza, Paul? It's in my mouth. I'm getting the mouthfeel. What, what are our initial Taste? thoughts? <laughs> Extremely doughy. Pause. Is there something wrong? Mouthfeel. That, that was unintended. <laughs> what? Nothing intended right there. 
He needs to That's feel it. That's not a good mouth. pizza. I'm going to put Jimmy in a timeout. That's not a good I'm pizza. I'm in timeout. What? I think on uh, Jimmy's muted, so it's fine. Yeah, he's in timeout over there. He's going to respect the review. I'd give this a 3-2. This is a pathetic pizza. Okay. That is, wow, that's a really sad ending to what I thought was going to be a very good segment. Didn't do it for me. Oh, I'm sorry, Paul. Well, we're we're going to do better next time. But you can vote on the BC Pizza as we put a poll up tonight. Yes, we do. (laughs) What you guys think of the pizza here? The general pizza, not just the wrap pizza. Maybe that's one of those pizzas. We do? You know how they have like that? Yeah, uh, upper lower. lower? The the second floor and lower. Well, like yeah, those Addy's, yeah. Addy's looks like it has good pizza. From the rat, though, they have, like, If all the lines special. didn't swirl around the entire veranda that's in the inside mm. of there, I would be... Still haven't been there for dinner. No, it's very good. Looks I good, though, yeah. So, without, with that, let's get into a few people who failed last week. Namely, Timmy Anderson, who boasts the last record amongst the people who have picked here. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. I made one pick last week. I wouldn't really call that a failure. Just in general. I mean, just in general. All right. Two and six is not good. Boston yeah, College because is two I, I went two and five week one. That's whatever. I didn't watch a lot of college football then. Doing my research. That score will go up. That's we're going to make some rises up the chart. I am still in the lead at eight and four. I was four and four this week. Jimmy takes the... Ties for the top record this week at six and three. He was now eight and eight. Jackson went six and three last week. He's now six and four from the producer pick last week. And Nick was five and four, now five and five. And I will say Jackson was the only one that picked K State, and he will be here to defend himself. She was right. I am here to defend myself. Woo! K State, baby! You thought I was wrong. Well, guess what? I was right. Never tell me again. Let's go, K State, baby! I was also the only one that took Notre Dame, which I got a lot of hate for. You did get a lot of hate. And who's laughing now? Uh, not me. Not me either, but I'm still right. Let's get right into the game picks. Starting off with UNC and Virginia. Going into Charlottesville, Saturday at 12 p.m. UNC favored minus nine. Paul, do you want to make your first pick in show history? Uh, yeah, I will. Obviously, Virginia, bottom of the ACC. UNC, a ranked team. I think it's no question here. Ranked team's going to take down the, the unranked team in most of these instances. So, UNC is my pick. Yeah, my cousin goes to North Carolina. He's been telling me they're really good. And Virginia's not a very good team. So, I'm going to go UNC to cover. Yeah, I will also go UNC just to cover as well. Yeah, I'll take UNC. Why not? I'm also taking UNC Drake Mays. Again, Drake Mays him. Bro, you're the I see you, my slime. Bro, you're him. Him with Hemi Neutron. Hemi John. He's him. He's actually him. Can I get a bucket of your sweat? Georgia Tech, Virginia Tech. Battle of the Techs at 1230. Virginia Tech, minus three and a half? Like, I don't know. Yes. I have Virginia Tech covering. Okay. Easily. Paul? I believe Virginia Tech will take this game. Uh, I think Georgia Tech's QB, Jeff Sims, Coming off a bit of a foot injury, so don't know if he's going to be a hundred percent. I think that the margin between these two teams is these two teams is close enough where I think Virginia Tech could take them down. Okay, I'm going Georgia Tech. I like their mascot, and I think they're going to win the game. Jackson, you said Virginia Tech. Yeah. Yes, I said Virginia Tech. You can give me Virginia Tech. They're the better team, and they will cover. You're right, Jackson. I'm taking the Yellow Jackets to win this one. Virginia Tech is the worst team in the ACC, and I have two words to show you guys why you're wrong. 
is Old Dominion. No, I'm pretty sure we're the worst team in the ACC. But old, old, they lost to Old Dominion. I'm picking Syracuse for the third straight week. I'm not learning from my mistakes. They're still ranked. They're playing Pitt. Watch out for Israel, but they're playing Pitt. I'm going with Syracuse. I'm never going away from my boy. Israel Banaconda is going to have another phenomenal game. He just keeps putting up rushing yards, keeps putting up touchdowns. Yeah, three yeah. touchdowns last week. Three touchdowns last week? That's what he yeah. does. He's going to have four more this week against a bad Syracuse team. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't believe I'm doing this right now, but... I have to go against Israel. I'm picking Syracuse to win this game. It's not that anything against Israel. It's against every all of Pitt other than Israel. But, hey, go Syracuse. Look, I'm two for two on uh, fading Syracuse here. Not again. And there's a couple of sayings that go, you know, like, third time's the charm. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So you, you can give me Pitt and Israel. Uh, I'll be taking Syracuse here. Uh Obviously, tough loss against Notre Dame last week, but I think Syracuse is ready to bounce back. They've proven that they're a decent team, and uh, I think they, they have Pitt this week. I like that. I'm a big fan of that pick. Clemson goes to South Bend to take on the Irish. 7.30. Clemson minus 3.5, the fifth-ranked team in the country against the unranked Irish. I've said it once, and I'll say it again. Notre Dame. Another bleep yeah, week coming. We from have, the Thank you, Jackson. We have one thing better than Notre Dame currently at this moment, and that is our gold helmets. We have better gold helmets than Notre Dame. So I completely disagree with that, by the way. But you mean not, I have the same? I have. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I completely disagree with that. They have better gold helmets. Uh, I'm still taking Clemson over I mean, Notre Dame. No, I, what's the no spread on that? Them. What's the spread on the game? Clemson minus three and a half, the fifth ranked team in the country. Okay, yeah, I'd alternate spread alternate spread that to make it. I don't know, minus eight and a half. I think Clemson will not kill Notre Dame, but win by decent margin. I think that's within the rules. Paul, Clemson easily. Same reason as Jackson. Notre Dame is not a good football team. And uh, I, I can't see them. They had their luck last week against Syracuse. I don't think they're going to do it again. I got Clemson, number five, Clemson, taking it in South Bend. Sammy? I'm going to keep this quick. I got Clemson. Well, I've been in this situ- situation before. I got three, three or four Clemson pickers. I'm getting a little deja vu here. At home, you know, the last time DJ was in South Bend, didn't go very it well. Did not go well for him. Notre Dame that was one of the big wins last year. It hasn't gone well for DJ ever. So that was a couple of years ago. Gio. DJ's not my the bad, greatest. Quarterback. My bad, Jim. Um, so you know what? You can give me the Irish here. Bold, bold pick, Jim. Bold pick. I don't know. I think you're going to be wrong that one. I think Clemson's taking that one. Uh, to me, Noah. I'll be making my first and only pick of the day. Uh, the Irish are going to win this game. DJ oh, Ukulele is not very good, and Michael Mayer. It's going to run all over this defense. Yeah, the Thank Irish you. are going to win this game just like the Phillies are going to win the World Series. It's just yeah, not going to happen. They will. The Phillies uh, will win the World Series. Michael Mayer, the tight end, right? Okay, just making sure. The Phillies, you did say I do want the Phillies win the World Series. The Phillies will win the World Series. The second best tight end in the country. Behind Justin Jolly. I'm the best in the nation. That is not true. Behind Brock Bowers. No, again, Third that best. is not true. I don't know if you've seen what Michael's been doing, but he is scary. I don't even know if Michael Mayer would be a top Top two tight end on Jordan. Bro, that Brock Powers catch, though, is probably... Wow. I, you should go check out his highlights. I think you should go watch a Georgia game and watch Brock Powers. Here's the thing. Gonna, I still think Justin Jolly is the best tight end in football. Here's That's the thing. We're going we're gonna to do a special preview for the Tennessee-Georgia game, no considering it is the one and the two. But let's finish out the ACC first. 
Wake Forest, NC State, only ranked team in the ACC. Nick, take my pick for this one. Gentlemen, there's a beautiful gentleman that I've been talking about who's going to play in this game. Tough game last, tough game last week. Sure. Sure. Louisville. But have you seen Lost his beautiful Lisa. eyes? Have you seen that jawline? Sam Hartman will bounce back. He's not, not fading from the love of him? Like, it's after losing I, Louisville? Frankly, you know, I want him more. You ever seen, like, you know, you ever seen, like, a, a good, like, romantic movie, you know? Give me, you mean, like, like, like I'm a big, like, so I'm a big Lifetime movie guy. So, listen, I like when the protagonist struggles, you know? It makes oh, him hotter. So, some, ad- some adversity. So, essentially, that, yeah, uh, yeah. Sam Hartman till I die. Okay. Hey, he's, the, man, the man's got faith, so I'm, I'm assuming you're going with Wake. I'm going with Sam Hartman. No, not Wake, Sam Hartman. Obviously, aside from last week, Wake's been a great team. But I have NC State in this one. I think they're going to ride the momentum out again from uh, Louisville, who obviously isn't a great team. But I think the win will give them that momentum to push them over the edge. I got NC State. Without their quarterback, Devin Leary, I still think that that's a, that could be a good pick just because Louisville. you got to be adventurous State. with your picks sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You know all about that, Paul. Sitting all that time in Babs. Timmy. Um, I'm going Wake Forest. I think they're bouncing back. Sam Hartman's pretty cute. Wake. Yeah, this is a tough one for me. Uh, going into the year, I thought NC State would be a top four team. Uh, clearly not. Uh, their defense is very good. Their offense. Wait, is it the other way around, or is it? No, it's it, it, their offense with Devin Leary was good before he got hurt. Yeah, no, I mean, their defense isn't bad, also. Yeah, I mean, it's just obviously taking an injury like that. It just does slow you down. Uh, even though. Wake did lose last week. I will say I will take Wake this week. I mean, I think really the truly reason why they lost is because Louisville's jerseys were so f- cool. Oh, that was amazing. And and, again, but yeah. I mean, Wake's helmets were also so too for Jay Jackson. So f- cool. Oh, we gotta get a swear jar for Jackson. We do. And, put some and Timmy's money not doing a very good job being to get back coach right now. But Timmy will not get demoted from that. So role. yeah, Wake Forest. Uh, but what's the spread? The spread is three and a half in favor of the Demon Deacons. Yeah, I'm gonna. I think it'll be. I don't even. They won't cover. I think it would be like oh, a two-score game. game. Yeah, a two-point like game. a little walk-off field goal kind of yeah. action. National games. The Penn State Nittany Lions look to get back against Indiana. 330 in Bloomington. Penn State minus 13.5. Timmy, start us off. Well, Penn State has played very well in the first half against Michigan and in the first three quarters against Ohio State. So, my thinking is, if there is an earthquake, the game stops after the third no. quarter. You think? Okay. I'm going Penn State. But yeah. if the game does go to the end, Indiana might have a chance, but that being said, I'm going Penn State. But, I mean, if we can get to, like, the betting odds on an earthquake actually happening at this game, <laughs> I mean, just get some numbers on that. See, see, see if Indiana can pull this one out. It's better sounds, than a natural disaster. It sounds, like <laughs> only, it sounds like it's their only chance, according to Timmy Anderson. Oh, right can there. we look up the next-gen stats on the earthquake? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get some stats on that. Paul? Penn State put up an impressive effort last week. No, I know you were there. I think we all had that moment of realization where we were like, holy shit. Yeah, bleep me if you need to. That's uh, okay. Yeah, exactly. That was a very good effort by Penn State. Not enough They're to get the over the hump. 33-year-old quarterback, Sean Clifford. <laughs> uh, obviously, not enough to get them over the hump last week. I think it's going to be enough this week. I got them winning against Indiana. So I just got the stats. Since 1931, there have been two earthquakes <laughs> in State College. And within the next... So State College, Jimmy. They're in Indiana. They're in Indiana? Okay, yeah. wait. Never mind. You gotta go back to the numbers. Jackson, make the pick while he does that. Well, there will be no... There are no earthquakes that happen in the 
Central America, so it's there's not going to be an earthquake. So regardless, uh, there are no Titanic plates there. That's actually why. That's the BC brain coming out of me. Um, I have Penn State winning. They're going to come out with a fast, strong heart uh, start. They're going to silence the crowd. And but Indiana will start to make a little bit of a comeback, but maybe cover, but very, very slightly. But still, I think I'm at Penn State. And Penn Tim State looks like he's found. Oh, my stats are still correct. There have been two earthquakes in Bloomington, Indiana, since 1931. Are we playing a football game? Well, there's a 9.96% chance that an earthquake will happen in the next 50 years in Bloomington, Indiana. So, so you know what? It could, there's, he's saying there's a chance. I'm taking. PSU to win this game, but I'm saying there's a chance that the Hoosiers cover this game. 13, 13, yeah, basketball school, but hey, Duke's basketball school, and they've been doing well. Texas at Kansas State. I'm not sure saying Kansas State because of three, three reasons why I'm taking Kansas State. Horns down, roll tide, boomer sooner. Jackson. Yeah, this is a tough one. Obviously, Texas has had its fair share of chances this year. They almost beat, right? They almost beat Bama. Is that the, yeah, they almost beat Bama to start. Um, I rode K-State last week um, at the moment. The only one. I had lone wolf on that. Yeah, I was the only one uh, to say that Texas was going to win last night. Look, two very solid teams. Uh, Texas was ranked earlier in the year, I believe, at one point. They're uh, overall 5-3. and three. I'm going to go with K-State to win this game, but not by as much as many people think. Obviously, divisional game, it's important. Texas understands that. Big school. Is it in Texas? It is in Kansas. Oh, so, never mind. I have Kansas State winning and cover. Okay. Uh, I felt like the Texas crowd could maybe the Texas help could, yeah, them I a mean, little bit. but out, no. out there in um, Austin, but yeah. uh, it's a, in Kansas State. Yeah. Paul, what do you like? Again, this is one easily I could see going either way. However, I think that I'm a big believer in momentum. No no, no questions about that. The The win against Oklahoma State is going to put them over the edge. That that gave them all the momentum. the win to the Astro Stadium, put that judge home run under the wall. Don't, don't talk about it. The Yankees lose. <laughs> we won. Oh, man. So, yeah, uh, Kansas State. The Yankee fan bring up. The Yankee fan bring up his own little pain there. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that, well, that's a home run. If it, that's a home run with no win. But I won't get into it. Timmy. Um, I got Texas winning this game. Yeah. No, no reason for it. I just think Quinn Ewers is a very good quarterback. He he does. He is. He is. He's a very good quarterback, and he's got a cool haircut. Alabama at LSU, going into the fake Death Valley. Alabama's favored by 13 points as the sixth team in the country. They do play LSU, who's now ranked after their big win against Ole Miss. I'm taking Bama. Agree with you, uh, Bama. There, LSU, no competition for. For Bama, number six. Yeah, I'm going to take Bama here. I mean, uh, not, it's LSU is a good team this year. Now they're ranked, uh, but still not enough to beat. Uh, as we said, Tennessee has something special going. LSU does not have that special thing going, and Bama usually only loses like one regular season game a year. They already lost their yeah, one regular season game. Yeah. Go ahead and take Bama. Yeah. I was initially going to take LSU, but now I'm seeing that they lost to Florida State earlier in the year. So. They, they beat Ole Miss, like everyone said. And Timmy, you were the one that said that LSU would win that game. So yeah, and FSU was like their first game of the year, so that was a while ago. No, I understand I'm all not that. Not trying to influence your pick or anything, but no, no, I understand that. But I'm, Alabama's going to smoke them, so Bama. Yeah. Now coming in for the game of the week. <laughs> We are going to preview this game a little bit. It's the two versus the one. 
in Athens. Sanford Stadium is going to be rocking to see the Georgia Bulldogs take on Hennon Hooker and the Volunteers. This is, he's playing from Rocky Top. That audio is not going to come out very well. Yeah, it's pumping. It's pumping. That's the national champion. I think we know who Nick is picking based off this game. Yeah, Tennessee fan club here. Yeah, but well, where's that movie Tennessee podcast? Um, look, this game is in Athens. It's in Georgia. So I am going to take Kirby Smart on the Georgia Bulldogs. That's a fair thing. And here's what I think. Here's what I think. I don't know where this disrespect for Georgia is coming from. The national champions with who still play defense. They still got the mailman. I'm going with Georgia. Them dogs is nasty. Timmy. I completely agree with that. Georgia is the best team in the country. They have not only the best tight end in the country, they have the second best tight end in the country, and they have the best fight song in the country. That's a bold take. That is a bold take. We forgot to debate for Boston. We'll, get, we'll get that on. We will get your episode. We'll That's a good on. debate. I think for Boston's a great song, but I think do think Rocky Top is better. Uh, first of all, I don't think there's any disrespect to Georgia. They are ranked number one right now. Uh, again, I picked Tennessee last week. I am still picking Tennessee this week. I love what they're doing. Triple H is obviously – Double H, sorry, is uh, very good. I mean, Triple I H, he should, he should win the Heisman, in my opinion. Uh, I do believe Georgia has what it takes to obviously beat Tennessee. They are the number one team. At the same time, I see Tennessee has what it takes to beat Georgia. Again, if this was in Tennessee, I'd be significantly more confident in my pick here. Being in Georgia does make me feel a little iffy on it. But again, it's an upset I'm willing to take. And if Tennessee does not get blown out here, let's say if Tennessee were to lose, Tennessee's only going to lose by a score. I don't think it's yeah, even going to be enough to like, move them down anywhere in their rankings, maybe from second to third. Which, by the way, I've never seen this before. Georgia, Tennessee is tied for second place yeah, with no, Ohio State. No, I saw that the, the poll tied them with Ohio State. Yeah, is that, has that ever happened before? But who got, I think, Ohio State got bumped to the three. No, they're T2. It's T2. It T2. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, so I, I think after this week, if Tennessee were to lose. This, this committee never surprises me with their games. <laughs> I think if Tennessee were to lose, they'll just move back to three, unless if they get blown out, which I do not see happening whatsoever. I want to take Tennessee here still regardless, move up to that number one spot, and yeah, uh, not not a widespread game. You're 100% right. Nayland Stadium has been a machine this season. I've, I've never seen anything like it. That, that fan base is passionate. They bring the energy. They're going to want to take down another goalpost. Oh yeah, for sure. But I, I I am worried about the move to it's, Georgia. It's, it's also in Georgia. Paul. Yeah, that, I know. That's what I'm saying. I am worried in about the future. In the future, they'll take them to the goalposts. Oh, for sure. We're going to see it when they win the national championship. All the fans are going to travel. All right, we have three of them but on the Tennessee. Natty, Even though baby. the move to Georgia worries me, I still got Tennessee. Hooker and Hyatt. This team is something special. Let's go Volunteers. Let's go Vols. Moving into that was a, that was it for our picks. Now we're going to get into. Our favorite, one of my favorite segments. I think my favorite segment so far. Doctor Ross, again, get surgical. Uh, <clears throat> so for today, I did something a little bit different. I'm actually not going to be betting on all seven games. I'm going to be betting on one game, the game, Tennessee versus Alabama. To or, start, or Georgia, either one. Or Georgia. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, Georgia. What an idiot. <laughs> so, Tennessee is going to cover. The over is 65.5. It's going to go over that. This is going to be a shootout. Hyatt over receptions, Hooker over passing attempts, Hyatt over receiving yards, Bennett over rushing yards, and Dejon Edwards anytime touchdown. Lock it in. Lock it in. Guys, lock it in. What are and who's and who's winning that game? The Tennessee Volunteers. Ooh, we're, so we're we're split. 
I believe right now I'm going to speak over the anthem. Oh, it's not. Uh, it's four for Tennessee, and it switches me. I can get my national Paul, championship right now. And Noah and or four for Tennessee, and three for Georgia. Jimmy, Geo, and Timmy. I think that I think that the winner of this game will end up being our national champion, which is why that my pick of the dogs. I'm going with them with the two beat. As long as Kirby Smart is their coach, that team will play defense, and they will win national championships. That's my that's my thought on that. Getting into some BC quick BC bets for the Duke game. Over under set at forty eight and a half. Duke favored by nine and a half. But BC's ML plus two eighty five. I will say I, I got really just no reason to believe that this game is going to go in our favor. I think whatever the number is, Duke covers it. But I think I think there is a chance. So don't be all in the I think what's it all in the dumps. I think all in the dumps about that. Just there's there's chance they win, but. There's obviously not confident after the win against UConn. Guys, some thoughts about that as we wrap up? We have we have no thoughts after UConn. That's where it's left us. Yeah, I don't think anyone should ever have a thought about that game because we should just get rid of it. It should be out of our minds. Yeah, we're just going to move on. We're going to move into Duke. Let's get loud on Friday night. Be there. Be at the stadium. Be ready to go. That is it for episode two. We thank you guys so much for listening, and we will be back next week as we continue looking at BC football, basketball, hockey season. And basketball will be get started by the time we have our next show, so that is always exciting. We thank you so much, and good night. Go Volunteers, baby. Go Vols. No, go Dogs. <laughs>